You're listening to the Set Life Podcast with Reed Petre. The only weekday show dedicated to news, tech, tips, and techniques on all things cinematography. Hello, listeners. Like you, I am always looking to add that extra touch to my visuals, and the Complete Vibe LUT library has it all. Over 1,000 LUTs with 63 cinematic color and black and white looks to create powerful images. Why? Well, because they are crafted specifically for your camera. Sony, Blackmagic, Canon, Red, Panasonic, Fuji, and so many more. Bring your cinematic visions to life and get noticed. Learn more at readreidmpetro.com slash store and use code SET5 for 50% off now until April 1st. Welcome to another exciting episode where we guide you through life on set by sharing practical wisdom and real experiences on set so you can level up your visuals. I am Reed and today we are going to be talking about six tips when renting gear and uh, let's get right into it. So number one, um, what I like to do is think what then how and um, what I mean by that is, is what kind of gear I want what kind of you know piece of equipment is needed for the job what is it that I want and then how am I going to get that Um, as opposed to uh, going on to a um, rental rentals website rental houses website or a website and uh, looking at all the gear and looking at how cool everything is and being like, I want that. I want that. Um, you know, and I just want everything, but, uh, you know, really think about what you need for that production and then what you want and then how you can get that, how you can source that. Um, and if it's tight on budget, you know, thinking of what I need versus what I want is also a pretty big thing too, because, you know, there's a difference between those two and, uh, we will get into that on uh, in another tip. But number one, think what, then how. All right, number two, rent as much as you can from one local place. Um, I think this is really critical because you are building relationships with these vendors, with these people who are renting you equipment that can pay dividends in uh, your career and uh, you know projects down the road. And you know, as opposed to if you're shopping around for whatever cheapest option or trying to figure this out, nitpicking from like five different places. Um, one, it's not effective. It's not efficient to do that. Um, and two, you know, by sticking with um, a rental house or um, a person that you rent with, you are continually building that relationship because you're investing in them and they're going to invest in you, right? So I think that's really critical. And I've seen it firsthand in my experience is that building those relationships at rental houses uh, can pay dividends for uh, passion projects down the road um, or getting you know special rates or anything like that. That is, uh, that's really critical. All right, number three, um, don't get greedy. Um, especially if it's on the production's dime and you've got 
uh, you know, all these things that you would want to get. Uh, and you're like, oh, how cool would it be to have X or Y, but you don't really need it for the production and it would just kind of be extra. And it's like, you know, don't get greedy. Um, you're just going to burn bridges with the production. Uh, and if you're renting too much gear, it, you know, it could cause problems. <laughs> if you don't, if you rent gear that you end up don't, uh, that you never needed, you know, or was, or was pointless. It's like, well, that's going to come back to you, uh, because you had made the list. Um, and so just don't get greedy. Um, don't overdo it with the rentals. All right. Number four, uh, whenever possible renting the gear yourself and then upcharging production is uh, is a good way to go because it gets you extra money. Um, and it's not something that you're cheating them by upcharging. Uh, you know, you're getting paid to pick up that gear to figure out the logistics, uh, and maybe setting it up and all that stuff, um, goes to paying you for that process. Uh, but it is a good way because you can get that little extra bucks, you know, from upcharging and it, uh, alleviates, some stress from production and so the producer doesn't have to worry about it doesn't have to do it and that's something that um has been you know you kind of delegated to yourself and that's going to help the production they're going to appreciate you for doing that um and taking that kind of logistic stress off of their shoulders uh and and they're gonna like you for that you know as long as everything works out and you do a good job and uh they're going to be happy um okay so number five excuse me um you want to prep the gear before you're leaving um don't assume that everything in your kit is working uh, that everything goes together Uh, i've had tie downs that don't match you know what i get i've i've had um batteries that don't work i've had lights that wouldn't turn on i you know you name it uh i've dealt with it um, unfortunately. And so you, you just always want to have that time to prep the gear, make sure it's working and, and make sure that everything is all good so that you don't look like an ass when you get on set and it doesn't work. <laughs> and, and, uh, that is not a good spot to be in for sure, which I have been in and, uh, it's not fun, not fun at all. All right. So number six, um, the cheapest source isn't always the best. Um, do not assume that just because it's the cheapest option that you should go with it. Uh, there may be factors, you know, because, uh, there may be factors why it's cheap, right? It's old. Maybe it's got a a lot of wear and tear. Maybe it's got issues, internal issues that the owner knows about and you don't, um, rental houses, right. Or, you know, take generally take better care of their gear than owner ops uh in terms of um you know it's going out all the time it's being rented and so they're thoroughly checking the cameras or the lens or whatever the equipment is after every uh you know rental which they should right uh you know any reputable place is going to be like that so you know don't always think that getting from an owner op or going on share grid or cut split um is necessarily the best option for what you're doing um sometimes it is best to go through a traditional rental house because you're going to have that peace of mind um that it's been checked over it's been looked over it's 
good it's it's good condition um and it can get the job done so that is it for today's episode thank you so much for listening Uh, i really appreciate it and i will talk to you in the next episode thanks for listening have questions email the set life podcast at gmail.com if you enjoyed the show please rate review and subscribe wherever you get this podcast 